Hey, travel besties. Welcome to the Passports and Coffee podcast. A travel podcast for our corporate world millennials looking to escape the nine to five. We are your co-hosts. I'm Shreya. And I'm Kayla. We both work full time, but that doesn't stop us from exploring our own backyards. Or even the world. Combined, we have traveled to over 60 countries. And as you can imagine, we have some crazy untold travel stories and insightful travel tips. But our goal is to encourage and inspire our fellow corporate world millennials to escape the nine to five and explore someplace new. So grab yourself a cup of coffee and let's inspire you to start traveling the world. Hey, travel besties. Welcome back to a brand new episode from our Passports and Coffee podcast. I'm Shreya. And I'm Kayla. And we're super excited to be sharing another topic with you today. If you listened to last week's episode, we were talking a lot about solo travel, the fear around solo travel, and we kind of left with the mindset of if not now, then when. So today we're going to dive a little deeper into that topic. But first, like always... Kayla, what are you drinking today? I am drinking a good old Tim Hortons Double Double. Mm. And if you don't know what that is... I don't. (laughs) So a Double Double is just a hot coffee with two creams and two sugars. Nice. Yeah, it's kind of like a staple at Tim Hortons. And I know not many people have Tim Hortons, but we're close to Canada, so yellow. <laughs> and today I am drinking my favorite Starbucks roast, Verona. It's been my favorite roast from the beginning. And like always, I'm drinking it in a French press. But today, sometimes when I like to treat myself, I like to add a little bit of maple syrup and heavy cream. So mm, I know. Yum. I've never thought about putting maple syrup in my coffee. Yeah, like... Like you said, we're close to Canada, so <laughs> got a lot of maple syrup. Yum. Super good. So let's just dive right in. So really, when we're saying start small, start today, that's kind of like the mindset to go along with like what's holding you back. Like just start small, start today. But what is holding you back? Well, like we talked about last week, it's fear, right? Even though it was fear regarding solo travel, let's just use fear in its general sense that some people just have a fear of traveling. Yeah. But also it's having the fear of not having enough PTO, which we've also talked about. But today let's kind of talk about like finances. I think that's one that we haven't really touched base on yet. Um, I know finances hold a lot of people back because they think that they can't afford to travel, which is so not true. (laughs) Like, honestly, that is just, it's not true because you can find budget travel anywhere you go. But I do think those, you know, are some reasons that are holding people back is, is fear, not having anybody to go with, you know, the lack of PTO, Um, And finances, I think those are kind of like the top reasons that hold people back. Yeah. So if finances are something that is really what's holding you back, I would say start small and do what you can with what you have. So you can take your car if you have a car. You can go on a train. Trains are a lot of times more inexpensive than airfare. Let me tell you, it's true. So we just went to Chicago Mm -hmm. um, a few months ago during Christmas time, and we both actually took the Amtrak train. And it's actually cheaper for me to take the train down to Chicago because when you go to Chicago and if you were to drive, Mm -hmm. finding parking is a nightmare. Is a nightmare, but it's also really, really expensive. Yeah. So it really all adds up. So if there's train 
I'd recommend that. And then also like the Greyhound bus. You know, I know that's kind of like something that's like taboo. I don't know. <laughs> like nobody talks about it. No. Especially here in the U.S. Like yeah. bus travel's not a thing. But I know it's very common like in Europe. But I mean, I would just use whatever resources you have. Yeah. Have you ever taken the Greyhound before? Never. I know. Neither have I. Never. I don't but I've taken multiple buses though in Europe. Yeah, me too. But I've never taken a Greyhound in the U.S. I don't even know where they go, to be honest. They go to a lot of places. Chicago, I mean, from the Midwest. I've always looked. Well, I'm sure Like Colorado have. and... But I've just never, it's never been something that I would think of. But I mean, if finances are an issue, yeah, definitely look at the options for travel. I know. I think when I've looked before, you can get a Greyhound bus to Colorado for like 17 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Super inexpensive. Yeah. Although, I mean, the trade is that it's going to take some time to get there. Yeah. So. It takes like 14 hours from Minneapolis. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of like one of those things that you have to like outweigh your options. Mm-hmm. Right. So another thing, too, is searching for local things to do. Mm-hmm. So that's starting small and starting now. So there's a lot of really great local things to do. And my way to find this is through local tourism boards. Yeah. I follow all of my local tourism boards on Instagram. And let me tell you something. I have found some of the coolest, like, festivals and seasonal things that I would have never known existed if it wasn't for Instagram. Like a few years ago, I came across this sunflower field yeah, called the Bucks here in Michigan. Never even knew it existed, but a local tourism board like talked about it, posted about it. And I was like, I need to go there. Yeah. And I took myself on a small little day trip to the sunflower field and picked lavender and sunflowers one day. And it was so much fun. I love that. Yeah. So how did you, like, did you search up Michigan tourism boards? So I know um, I'm from Metro Detroit, right? So Visit Detroit kind of covers all of Metro Detroit. So like the surrounding counties. But with that being said, they always reshare things and they must have reshared like this local tourism board and I was like oh that's cool and I clicked on it and then it you know it it, then it's a snowball effect really so I also really love to travel to west Michigan as well so every city typically has a tourism board so like I really love Grand Haven South Haven um southwest Michigan has like a specific tourism board as well so they have like the southwest tourism council I think which is the tourism board but then from there every single like city also does. So they always share some really fun things. Like the Southwest Tourism Board has this like Maker's Mark trail where it's like a passport. And for a year, you can collect as many passport stamps from the different breweries and wineries. That's cool. And then you can collect like free things once you get so many stamps. So like, I didn't know that existed either until you follow these local tourism boards. So there are a lot of fun local things that you can do. It's just trying to find them. Yeah. How about you? Do you? Um, I follow one account, a Minnesota account. Mm -hmm. Um, We have this kind of slogan, I guess. If you see any promotional things about anything in Minnesota, it's kind of Explore Minnesota. Yeah. Michigan has pure Michigan. Yeah. So So I follow the Explore Minnesota Instagram account. And recently they were posting things from all over Minnesota. So it's not just like Metro Minneapolis, but really they were 
promoting things that were three, four hours away from the cities. And some of these cities I've never even heard of. And they have these festivals of all kinds of different things. That's really fun. That's cool. And I, and I love that. Like travel doesn't have to be this huge thing where you're jet setting halfway across the world. Yeah. And there's a lot of really fun local activities that you can do. So I suggest, you know, if you're looking to start traveling, start doing something small. And, you know, a local thing can also be day trips mm-hmm. or weekend trips, mm-hmm. right? So either you take yourself like in Michigan, a day trip for me is one of the Great Lakes. So what's great about Michigan, you're no more than, I can't remember like the statistic, it's like 80 miles or something like that from a Great Lake, no matter where you are in the state of Michigan. That's crazy. So it's like, I can go to Lake Huron and be at Lake Huron in like an hour and 15 minutes. And then I can be over to Lake Michigan in like two and a half. And that's doable for me for like a day trip. If I want to get up early in the morning and like head to Saugatuck, I can do that, which is a really cute like beach town on Lake Michigan. So Honestly, that's a great way to start too, is taking day trips or even weekend trips that are close to home. So for me, it's going up north, you know? Yeah. Um, Recently, you mentioned this in a previous episode, but in Minneapolis, we also have a getaway house. Uh, I love getaway house. It's so good. This is something I recommend to everybody (laughs) because they have locations everywhere and they're popping up and this more you guys this is perfect for all of our corporate world millennials like this is perfect for you guys so why don't you tell them what it is Shira? okay so getaway house is basically a tiny house tiny cabin really no more than two hours away from the metro area so we have a minneapolis one that's an hour and a half from minneapolis and they have they have them all around major cities. They, they have a Chicago location, um, a Detroit location's coming, but I know they have like Washington D.C., New York, New York, Austin, Nash- Houston, Nashville, Nashville um, Seattle. They're literally all over the country. So you guys, be on the lookout. I would check it out. And they have, I think, I just got an email, and I think they have like ten new locations that are opening up. So this is becoming quite a thing, and it's great for our corporate world millennials looking for a weekend away. Yeah, and they have two different style cabins. They have single beds, single queen beds, or they have double queen beds, or like bunk queen beds. So you can really sleep two to four people if you want to have a nice like couples get away or if you have a family get away it's really really great or a solo I went solo and it was lovely I went solo too but I brought my dog which actually they like encourage you to bring your animals and if you do bring your animals they have everything you need bowls um, they even give you like treats and poop bags which is like so really sweet. nice and it's included in the price now I think you do pay like $25 there is an extra fee there, for pets yeah which is it's a one day it's a one-time fee so mm-hmm. if you were there for a week or whatever you only had to pay the one-time fee but yeah and it's it's really relatively affordable too mm-hmm. it's like depending on the t- the day of the week it's more expensive on the weekends and I think summer is slightly higher in price mm-hmm. don't quote me on that but I mean I spent like $119 a night, which is nothing. And I know I've seen them as low as $99 a night. So yeah, but it's just a great little getaway because they typically like to locate them there. They call them outposts. Mm -hmm. They typically have the outposts tucked away in woods and nature. And so you really feel secluded from the hustle and bustle of city life. And you can really disconnect. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's just great for a little weekend getaway, just so, disconnecting. And there's no Wi-Fi, which was nice. I didn't really have cell service at mine. Did you? I had some cell service. Okay. And then each one has like a bonfire pit. But honestly, 
it was just nice to like relax. And I haven't had a relaxing night like that in a very long time. Yeah. The bed I, is super comfy. I was almost sad. <laughs> I only booked one night. I know. I need to go again. I know. I think next time I go, I want to do for two nights. I agree. At least two nights. Yeah. But it's something, you guys, that if you have it near you, I would definitely check it out. Um, we'll leave the link to Getaway House in the show notes. But you guys, it's it was a fun little getaway. And I highly recommend it. Yeah. But that's not like the only weekend trip that you can take, you know, like I would just take a look and see what's within driving distance. You know, I mean, here in Metro Detroit, I mean, me and my one girlfriend, we drove down to Ohio to Cuyahoga Valley National Park. So, I mean, there's a lot of fun weekend things that you can do. Yeah. So that's close by. That's not super far. Mm -hmm. And just getting out there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. One thing I'd like to mention too, we talked about this in the last one. If you're looking for something for a day trip, Get Your Guide is really, really awesome. They're predominantly more known in Europe internationally. And that's where I've all done my Get Your Guide tours. But there are some that I just looked up in Minneapolis that I kind of want to go on. They have a ghost tour in Minneapolis. Or actually, technically St. Paul. But I didn't even know there was like ghost stories or a ghost town. So yeah, Get Your Guide is more international, but they are actually breaking into the American market. Um, we were at TravelCon, which is a travel conference, and we actually met with them. And they are trying to like break into the American market. Um, I do know, like in New York, so like some of the larger cities, there are more get your guide day trips, which is really cool. But that's kind of like a way to do like a fun local day trip as well. Yeah. But also like for day trips, like there's a lot of seasonal stuff. So I know here like in Michigan, there's like this little city called Romeo. Really? Yeah. And during uh, fall time, like Halloween, there is this, I don't remember what they call it, but they have a whole street where every single house decorates for Halloween and they each have their own theme. So like one house has like all of these skeletons and they're all in bridesmaid dresses and stuff like that. <laughs> but it's like a fun thing. And yeah. like um, every night they light up and it's like a huge thing. Like it, it gathers people from like all over the state. So like it, there's like fun things like that, like that you should look up and see what they do seasonally because there is like a lot of fun seasonal stuff. Cause like also Michigan, we have Holland, Michigan, which is a Dutch city and we have tulip. We have a tulip festival. That's so cool. And it literally like looks like you are in Amsterdam. That's so, so fun. there's fun things to do. It's just, you have to like open your eyes to the fun local things for day trips. Yeah. There is this festival in the fall in a city called Alexandria. Mm-hmm. It's about three hours northwest from here, from mm-hmm. Minneapolis. And they have like a, a wine festival and a competition, a grape stomping competition. Oh, fun. I know. I have yet to go, but I really want to try and make it. It sounds like a lot of fun. That's fun. But honestly, I just tell everybody, look and see what you have to do. Like a lot of major cities have a lot of things to do like within an hour or so from the city like I just visited my friend in Seattle and there's so much to do outside of Seattle you have three national parks within like driving distance that you can visit for a day you know you have the coast you have you know a wine country a lot of breweries if you want to do like a brewery tour there's like so much to do an underground donut tour what hello yes what (sighs) next time I go I'm doing this (laughs) underground donut tour like I'm obsessed with donuts so yes (laughs) <laughs> I want to go on an underground donut tour. Yes. There's like several underground donut tours. If you look it up, there's like a website and they're like, uh, there's like four or five around the country. Really? Yes. 
I think there's one in New York. There's one in Seattle. Yeah. Man, why how have I not heard of this? Of course I know it because I'm obsessed with donuts. <laughs> <laughs> but there is. Like, there's some really cool things that you can do. Yeah. So I know. You just like, had to do a little searching. My brother, when he was in Arizona, like, every time I went to go visit him, I would do day trips. Like, you did, what, mm-hmm. Sorraro National Park? Yeah. You know. Or Phoenix I mean, in a day. Granted, uh, the Grand Canyon's a few hours away, but mm-hmm. it's doable. I've done it in a day. Yeah. I have. I mean, you're up bright and early but i mean it's possible yeah um sedona you can hit sedona so there's like a lot of things to do like around major cities major cities and i think it's just getting yourself out there and if you want to travel you'll prioritize it yeah you'll make it happen and you'll make it happen no matter what it is and honestly i think finances is it's a crutch it it is because i feel like a lot of people like at work are like how can you afford to travel so much and i'm like because one i make it a priority which we're going to talk into like next episode all about budgeting because I, I feel like a lot of things are just an excuse. Yeah. Because for me, I make a lot of choices in life so that I can put priority on travel so I can travel. It's the mindset. It's the mindset. If so not it's now, like, then when? Exactly. And I say start now. Start today. Start small, man. You yeah. know? And just do it. So basically, we just want to ask in a year from now, do you wish that you would have started? Where, where do you want to be in a year from now? Yeah. Do you want to travel? Or wishing you were traveling. Yeah. So basically, I just say, book that damn trip. Do it. Don't don't let life just like roll past you. Like I'm somebody that's like, especially as a nurse, like I know you're not guaranteed tomorrow. So it's like, why not just do it? If you want to do something, you'll make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. So now that you've learned that like what's holding you back isn't really holding you back with your new mindset... Our question for you today is, how are you going to start small and start today? That's a good question. Yeah. And we want you guys to tell us. So head on over to our Instagram at Passports and Coffee Podcast and let us know. We would love to know how you're going to start small and start today. Yeah. What is that next small day trip that you're going to take or weekend trip? We want to know. We also want to know what was holding you back and what you're going to say bye to like yeah. make it happen. Yeah. We would love to know. Awesome. So with that, thank you so much for listening, friends, besties. And we will see you guys in next week's episode where we're talking all things budget when it comes to travel. And it's something you're going to want to listen to because we're going to give you our tips and tricks on how we save money to book that next vacation. Bye. Bye, besties. Hey, travel besties. Sheree and I would love to say thank you for listening to today's episode of the Passports and Coffee podcast. As always, our goal is to inspire our fellow corporate world millennials like us to start prioritizing travel and help you to escape the nine to five. If you are loving the podcast, we would love for you to let us know by taking the time to leave us a review. Don't forget to follow the Passports and Coffee podcast on your favorite listening platform, and we will see you next week for a new episode. Oh, 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 oh